Hello, and welcome back to Versus, the show where nerds do what nerds do best, argue. I'm Caitlin Hempstead, and this week I will be representing Dick Grayson. And I'm Adam Peacock, and this week I will be representing Miles Morales. That's right, it is the battle of the hero boys. Those PJ-clad heroes swinging around the big city. (laughs) They're little guys with big responsibilities. (laughs) Yeah. Keep in mind, folks, these are just children we're talking about. They're barely out of high school. And it was like a real, wasn't it like kind of a cynical thing where comics creators in the 40s were like, we got to we gotta make sure the kids see themselves in the comic. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Let's get some actual children and put them in horrible peril. No way, man. Have you, have you seen a high school senior? They're so dumb. And like- They're so, <laughs> yeah, no, let's get this out up top. Children are, like, not smart enough to do this. No way. This is the biggest logic leap in comics. It really is. That a little kid would be like, yeah, I'll just train all day. No freaking way. No, you want to play video games. You want to go to the mall. Yeah, you want to be afraid of the opposite sex or the same sex. That is correct. Be nervous, but then talk about how much you like them when you're with your friends. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, but then not ever actually talk to them, which does get covered in Spider-Verse. Anyway, Adam, I'm going to go ahead and put a couple of minutes on the clock. I would love for you to tell me, give me a brief intro, just the highlights of why Miles Morales is the best character ever. Let me take you back to August of 2011 when a young Miles Morales first came into our lives. Uh, He's not a replacement because you don't really replace a hero. He is a continuation of Spider-Man. On the heels of Peter Parker dying, Miles Morales took up the mantle because, you know, somebody got bit by a spider and yada, 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 like all that stuff, you know, whatever. But he took he took up the mantle. And not only is Miles a, a worthy hero, I keep using the word worthy, but a lot of big cultural shifts with Miles Morales. He is a biracial teenage son of an African-American father and a Puerto Rican mother. He is the second Spider-Man to appear in Ultimate Marvel. I'm reading that off the wiki page, but I think that's cool. That's what Spider-Man is supposed to be. Spider-Man is supposed to be the best of us. It's supposed to be something you can identify with. That's why Peter Parker, like we were talking earlier, was a kid. And I think Miles Morales does that exact same thing. He's just a kid navigating the world who's been given these incredibly powerful powers, you know, and a lot of responsibility thrown on this kid. And he's trying to navigate the best way that he knows how. So much like Peter Parker, we can all see ourselves in Miles Morales and being Spider-Man is awesome. You get to swing around town. You get to, you crawl on walls. You get to hear stuff a little better. I'm guessing. I think, I don't know if that's what a spider does, but I'm going to say that it is. That's awesome. Who doesn't want to do that? You get to flip all around the city, New York, the big apple. It's great. Uh, we are Miles Morales. Miles Morales is us. He's Spider-Man. He's the best. Damn, beautifully put. And I freaking love Spider-Man. Spider-Man was how I got into, I I went Archie to Spider-Man to a whole beautiful world of comics. So you make a great point. Yeah. Those games are awesome too, if you haven't played them. (laughs) Oh my God. Those games. All right, Adam, you you presented some compelling arguments, but I've got a couple things to tell you about one Dick Grayson. All right, buddy. Well, I'm going to throw some time on the clock to tell us why your pop culture icon is the best. He's the original bad boy of superheroing. He grows up to become widely acknowledged as the hottest dude in comics. That's right. It's Robin, a.k.a. Nightwing, a.k.a. 
dick. Uh, he starts out as Batman's little buddy Robin, introduced in comics in 1940. Uh, Dick Grayson was born into a family of circus acrobats, a.k.a. the Flying Graysons, which I guess was just like more common in the 40s that um, a child would be working from birth in a circus. Um, naturally, because it's D.C. and you can't have a happy childhood if you're going to be a hero, uh, Dick's entire family is horribly murdered in a trapeze accident. Um, when he's Robin, he is out there fighting grown adults. Uh, who really want to kill this child. Uh, he's got Slade Wilson trying to sway him to the dark side, but no, 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 no. Robin's heart is pure. He also creates and leads the Teen Titans. That freaking rules. When you were a teenager, didn't you just like long for any tiny scrap of power or control <laughs> but robin doesn't abuse that much like no teenage boy you've ever met he is a, a calm and sober and thoughtful leader um he puts other people's needs before his own he puts the group before himself but as dick says in the new batman adventures no one can be a boy wonder forever and when he becomes a man he steps away from his foster father batman and he takes on the identity of Nightwing! Nightwing's freaking cool! Nightwing, I had a hard time tracing this, uh, don't yell at me, but Nightwing was like a Superman thing on the planet Krypton, he was like a hero of legend, and then like Dick takes the name on as a tribute to Batman, regardless of how he gets the name, he whips ass he's got his own rogues gallery and he's a little bit freakier than batman if you know what i mean he does at one point become a cop in bloodhaven we don't need to get into that no he doesn't have magic powers okay he can't shoot webs he can't fly what he can do is hone his mind and body to a point of perfection hitherto unseen in comics okay um everybody agrees nightwing is very sexy and who doesn't love a male gymnast um this is peak physical perfection sorry fellas he doesn't have powers and he also doesn't have batman's infinite money a lot of people like to crack wise and say that batman's superpower is billions of dollars dick doesn't have that dick just makes his own little weird boot and shoe contraptions sorry gauntlet he's got his own special throwing stars his own little glowing night sticks he's kicking he's punching he's doing parkour off of walls uh he is a superhero for a new era and also at one point he did say fuck batman and that did make the internet really mad but honestly i thought it was kind of cool so dick grayson rules uh and he has changed he has evolved and he is a hero that we can all aspire to be and admire. I'll give you this. He's got a rocking ass. My God. Did you know that in 2013, Comics Alliance did a poll on sexiest male character in comics, and the winner was Dick. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, he's a good looking dude. He's a good looking dude. And he, yeah, he's just like cut as hell and like yeah. nice, but like a little bit of a bad boy. I'm going to take a controversial stance here about something you said earlier. Okay. I think we should make kids work in circus. <laughs> <laughs> I think all kids should have to work in a circus. I think it should be like, you know how in like Korea and Israel, there's like mandatory military service. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Just for one year, every 12-year-old, you take a break from middle school, Yep. go work in a circus. You think you have it bad? Watch this. And then you have to go work in a circus. 
And now you're scooping elephant poop. Nobody wants that. I, I knew two circus clowns on a cruise ship I worked on. And <laughs> Adam, your life. Sometimes you bring these things out and I'm just like, who are you? They were great. Oh, okay. They were great. I loved them. Okay. <laughs> I, I love it. Very insane. But I loved them. That checks out. Uh, I've known many fair and carny type of folks in my life and they are all nuts and they are all wonderful. I went to my grandma's church festival and I wore my Metallica shirt and I talked to a carny about Megadeth for a little while. <laughs> Again, the stories. Eye-watering. Um, this, is, this is kind of a tough one. So these are two youthful superheroes with a long history behind them. Well, I think maybe one point possibly in Dick's favor is he's just been around longer. Like we've seen more of him. We have more Dick Grayson stories than Miles. Yeah, we've only had Miles for just over a decade. Yeah. So yeah, he he's he's got a lot of ground to cover in terms of just, yeah, just history and familiarity, yeah, for sure. But he does have his own hit movie. He does. And I think the way I mean, you were talking about, you know, Dick Grayson being a super stud. I think Miles is a little bit of a stud too. He's kind of hitting off a of spider going a little bit in this in this movie and she's a babe. She is a babe. And like who had that ability. Here's my bone to pick with uh, all Spider-Men. They're always like, oh, I can't talk to girls. And then 30 minutes later, they are making out with just like the cutest chick from mm -hmm. your high school that you remember. Oh, I, it's aggravating. I know people yeah. like that in real life and it's, it's absurd. I hate oh, it. I'm so awkward. Mac, Mac, Mac. Yeah, I try. I spent four years trying to get a kiss and it never happened. <laughs> Brother, same. I went on a lot of dates that I did not know were dates. And then after the fact, it, my friends went, how was that date? And I went, what? Oh, that's, oh, that's what it was. Oh, that's what that was. Now, in terms of powers, okay. here's where we run into a little bit of a problem. Dick has none. Yeah, I know. That's what makes him weak. <laughs> Miles is a Spider-Man. Miles is a Spider-Man. Does he, okay, canonically, does Miles have web shooters or does it come out of his skin like I in- I think he's got web shooters. Yeah. Okay, I think, fair. I think that was a Raimi take on Tobey Maguire's. I, I don't think that was- Yeah, Raimi really wanted to make a masturbation joke. I mean, you, you, he made three movies. Yeah, that were 80% masturbation jokes. It's pretty great. Yeah, they're great. Mo they're great. They're great movies. Um. Okay. He. Well. Okay. He's got hearing. He's got the special stuff. But like, don't you think that there is something to a tale about? I mean, these are the original like vigilante superheroes, right? Like, yeah. like Batman. Like everybody loves Batman because he doesn't have powers because he's just like a guy yeah. who just like is completely fearless. And like, same with Dick. Like. He could freaking die. He can't spring out of the way like a spider. He doesn't have like special tensile muscle strength or hearing. He's just brave. I will say that if I think both Batman, well, Batman, certainly Batman, they do have a special power is that they are clearly insane. <laughs> they are mm. clearly mentally unwell. Mm -hmm. And I, that's what they, I mean, if you take the, the cape and the cowl away, they're just lunatics in the streets beating up people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fair. They're just sort of taking out their trauma on poor people. Right, which I'm all for, but <laughs> I just, you know. Yeah, the, 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 the vigilante hero to cop pipeline for Dick does kind of make sense. Because at yes. one point, like the way it's explained in the comics is he's like, well, I'm already serving my community by just like 
beating the shit out of people who have no other opportunities. So why not become a cop? Why not get paid for it? Yeah, not not great. I think that was like a late 80s thing or like early 90s thing before. You know who's not becoming a cop? Miles Morales. Okay, okay. Let's discuss. No way. If anything, let's play fanfic here. If anything, he's going to become a lawyer. And then he'll be some hotshot judge in New York. Yeah. So you don't think he's going to go to the daredevil route and be like a lawyer for the poor? No, I think he's got too much. He's too, he's a good lawyer, but he's, he's really cool. He's going to like, he's going to win political office. I think at some point. Because he's just going to be so unstoppably charming. Yeah, he, yes. He's yeah. And he's going to, I think he reveals that he's Spider-Man and everybody loves him all the more for it. And... Oh man. Can you imagine if a judge was Spider-Man? That would be awesome. Oh, you go into court and they're like, well, uh, listen, you can't rob a convenience store because you're out of Swisher Sweets. But also, I am going to shoot you with my web while we're shipping you to prison. Have you ever smoked a Swisher Sweet? I never have. They're not good. I never have. Have you? Uh, Yes, I have. Why? Because when I was a stupid kid in college, I thought smoking cigars was cool. Oh, boy. (laughs) And I don't think that's a cigar. I could see why it took four years for you to get a kiss. Still haven't gotten that kiss. Yeah, one of these days, bud. Any day now, you're loving. I'm going to that reunion, Kaylin, and I'm getting me a smooch. <laughs> that's what reunions are about, right? Hooking up. That's what I've been told, yeah. Yeah, pretty sure. Dick has a whole super family okay dick is like Mm -hmm. a little tortured uh he's a little tormented by his relationship with his dad which is always hot um boy if i had a nickel for every man i dated who had a bad relationship with his dad but he also has bad girl uh he's got uh other robins that are kind of around doing stuff yeah um and miles doesn't really have like a super family well his uncle's the prowler so that's kind of, you know. Who's a villain? Well, I mean, he's a villain by necessity, you know. Mm. I mean, I could, I think I'm just making that up, but I want to defend him. So okay. I think he's just, he's, he doesn't want to be a villain. He has to be a villain. He's shackled by the restraints of society and he has to do this. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he's got, Dick's got a crazy family, but you know, Miles is fighting the injustice of America. Oh boy. Okay. Um, well, Dick is the injustice of child labor. Which, see, you're not going to get me because I said kids should work in circuses. Yeah, you're right. So Shit. I... Okay. Yeah. Well, Dick is the injustice of um, improper workplace safety All right. uh, regulations because someone really should have realized those trapeze strings were halfway sawed through. You got me there because I'm, I'm too... I, I love blue collar people. <laughs> And what so, yeah. could be more blue collar? You can't be... Da- you can't be almost dying at work. That's what I'm saying. We need big government to come down harder on OSHA regulations. And that's what Dick Grayson means to me. So sick of OSHA. I need this nanny state to get even nannier. Yeah, I'm so tired of it. Yeah, fi- all right, fine. He's uh, Miles isn't fighting big government, but I still think he's going to be big government at some point. Mm, okay, one of these days. Yeah, I do like that headcanon. Who has cooler stuff? Because I think Dick might have this one. He's got that pipeline to Bruce. Yeah. He's got the Bruce pipeline. And he's sort of like a, um, he's also that very hot archetype of a guy who like spends all day alone, like noodling around with his like tchotchkes and then goes out and kicks out. Like he's like in his one bedroom apartment, just like building things that aren't quite batterings. 
so that yeah. no one will be like, hey, Zoda battering. And he's like, no, that's my dad's thing. This is a wing ding. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's true. I think, you know, Miles, he's a kid. He, he doesn't have enough money to get cool stuff. So yeah. I think if he works a little bit, a couple summers, he might have enough money for a cool bike or something. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Dick's got cool stuff. He's got that pipeline. And like he sort of has an advantage because he's already he knows how to make those things because yeah. of Bruce, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, That's I think fair. I think Dick yeah Dick might have that one. I think he's got cooler stuff, but it's just a matter of time. But you bringing in the argument that it is kind of classism is a good point, and I take it. I don't like it. I don't want it to be true. Yeah, <laughs> but this is America. This is America. Like the childish Gambino song says. Yeah. Who's got um? Who has accomplished more cool stuff? What does what qualifies as cool stuff? Is it villains, rogues gallery, fighting, adventures? Who has like saved more people and yeah, maybe defi- defeated more villains? I think it's Dick, but just because he's been around longer. Mm, yeah. Miles is only 12 years old. So yeah, I think it's it's going to go Dick just because, you know, he's been kicking ass for longer. Right. I mean, he w- but it's interesting. Like he was sort of around for those crises on infinite earths. Um, but Miles saved the entire multiverse and he might've played a bigger role in that. Yeah. And also Miles, you know, Dick is kind of making his own way in the world, becoming his own, his own hero. He, Miles took up the mantle of Spider-Man. Like he is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He's the mm-hmm. next, like he's, oh, who was the guy who replaced Batman when Bane broke his back? Oh, um. Uh, Asriel? That sounds right. Which is yeah, going to come up later. <laughs> I know. But everybody hated that guy because he was, you know, a, a douche. But yeah. Miles is, you know, he, he's the perfect continuation of that hero. Yeah. New York it's, City does seem to be pretty on board with new Spider-Man. They love Spider-Man. Hey, Spider-Man. And really, like, New York's the only place where that kind of thing would could exist, you know? Can you imagine an L.A. superhero? Wait a minute. Let's get into this. What, what would they even, they would just have to drive around in a car? They'd be stuck in traffic all day. Yeah. He would need to be, like, in the Goodyear blimp repelling down to fight crime or yes or you would have to be i think you'd have to have a superman power set where you can just fly and and you know because yeah you're not gonna you can't have anything nice here because people will break it (laughs) and the crimes that you stop are gonna have to be like a creepy old producer bothering a young actress at a bar like yeah hey sir she's 17 like that's not yeah gonna play well in comics no and also i agree with you and like that's kind of a long con too of like I gotta be with him when he does it and if I can't accuse him because if I didn't see him do it I you know what I mean like people are gonna be mad at me and I'm trying to be the good guy and the LAPD is so corrupt you trust up a criminal and drop them off who knows what they're gonna do no man New York is really the superhero city yeah that's yeah New York or Chicago yeah 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 are there any Chicago superheroes I mean Batman technically because they filmed it there but you Mm. know Okay, CM that's Punk. a reach, bud. No, no, no. Remember that shot of him on the Sears Tower? Let's talk <laughs> about it for two hours. I don't, I don't, I don't remember it and I don't want to. <laughs> Please don't make me. You can't make me. Dick Grayson is a sidekick with a sidekick. I'd like to talk about Flame Bird. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Like, I think people like to relegate him to like, Robin is Batman's sidekick. Nightwing is Batman's sidekick. But like, if he was a sidekick, would he have his own sidekick? Betty Kane? I don't think he would. Yeah. Would you want a sidekick? Um, here's what one of my pathologies is when I was a little kid and we were playing games, I was the sidekick. I would assign myself a sidekick character role because I didn't want to be a You and I are, why would you do that? 
I'm I'm because I, I I think I'm the exact same way and I'm curious really? what your mindset okay. is. Yes. This is a thing that I have tried to unpack in therapy, and I think it's a combination of thinking that the sidekick characters had really interesting character development as a seven-year-old, and also just not wanting the pressure of being the main character. Dude, I went to a Star Trek convention and I got a little I got a red uniform and they mm-hmm. let you pick out your rank. And I made myself Riker. Like I put <laughs> three, three gold ones instead of becoming a captain because I was like I want to be in charge, but I want somebody just above me because I don't think yes. I can handle it. Yes, that is my dream is yeah. I have some amount of power and my ideas do get heard, but I don't have to be the final decision maker. I think being an alternate captain on a sports team would be ideal for me. The dream. There has to be a name for this, like, because there is main character syndrome. There has to be like a sidekick syndrome. Yeah, that's so wild. I wonder. Yeah. I just want to be an extra in my own life. I do, too. <laughs> Yeah, I want to be I want to be the quirky buddy in my life story without yep. me. <laughs> without having to have all the pressure of the main Totally. Plot. I can't carry a movie. Absolutely not. God. No. no. I love this. No one's going to pay to see me for an hour and a half on screen. No way. <laughs> just I just love this discovery. This is really groundbreaking. Yeah. Well, then maybe you should like Nightwing better because he is kind of a sidekick. Don't you feel like you should identify with Dick more than uh, Miles? Mm. That's a tough question. I think I identify more with Miles because of his youthful exuberance. I'm jealous of his youth. That's fair. And also, Miles would never say, like, fuck Iron Man in the way that Nightwing said, fuck Batman. He's too nice. He's a good boy. Yeah, he is a good... Well, and, you know, in Nightwing's defense, he's probably really fucked up. Yeah, yeah, he's really traumatized. Yeah. Very badly. He might be good at lovemaking, but those relationships aren't going to last. Oh, my God, no. He is the, oh, Nightwing is the fuckboy king of comics. Yeah. But, my God, that night. Sure. Oh, it's great. Can you imagine? You're going to be, yeah, you're going to be talking about it for a long time. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, and then he just ghosted me. It was crazy. And then you marry Miles Morales because he's a sweet kid. When he is a grown man. I do not marry a a kid. I don't marry a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all for making kids work in circuses, but don't marry him. I'm, no. I'm not a sicko. No, when Miles Morales is 33, he can give me a call. He's going to be a district attorney at that time. I know. I know. That's what's exciting to me. I want to go to galas with him. I want to hear about his frustrating trial. You'll be seen all over town. Oh, yeah, honey. You guys are going to have a great penthouse. It's going to be awesome. All right. Well, we could talk about this all gosh darn day, but we need to take a quick break. Uh, Adam, I'm looking forward to when we return getting into some games with you. Let's do it. All right, everybody, welcome back to round two for this week's episode of Versus. Of course, in round two of this show, Adam and I get to pick one game to challenge the other person to from a list of various game ideas. Now, this week for the epic battle of Spider-Man versus Nightwing, I am going to choose the game Writing the Wrongs. Now, this, of course, is where we pick... Something from the canon of this character that fans hated, critics hated, something that was done really poorly, and we're going to try and make it right. We're going to pitch our solution for fixing it. So, Adam, are you ready to right one of the wrongs of Miles Morales? Oh, my God. I think so. (laughs) I don't know what. Oh, no. I'm so scared. All right, Adam. I'm going to put three minutes on the clock, and you are going to right one of the wrongs for Miles Morales. Are you ready? Yep. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. 
Let's go back to what I was talking about earlier. I do see a promising political career for Miles Morales. I see him becoming not just a Spider-Man for New York, but a Spider-Man for the world. I think that kid's got a very, very bright future. So my fix, my writing of the wrong would be, let's fast forward this a little bit. Let's get him into Harvard. Let's get him into Stanford, some place that Jesse Spano wanted to go. Let's get him there. Let's get him not just fighting crime from the rooftops, but fighting crimes from the halls of City Hall. Let's get the judicial system. We'll put that on trial. Me and Miles Morales. He's taking the whole damn system down. So, yeah, his power set's cool. He's strong. He's fast. He can swing like a spider. He's a good-looking kid. But that's not all it's about, you know? Sometimes you got to fight a bigger mission. Sometimes you got to fight a bigger bad, and I think that's going to be done in the courts. So let's get Miles Morales, district attorney, potential future president, issue number one. I'll write it if you want. I'll team up with Jim Lee. I'll call anybody that I can think of in comics. Brian Azzarello, he's a writer, but whatever. You know, we'll do this. We'll make it happen. That's the book the people not only want, but the people need. Miles Morales is our future. Wow. Efficiently done. Okay, so... In lieu of picking like a hole in a storyline, you're like, I have a problem with the idea that vigilantes <laughs> are punishing criminals. Yeah, I don't period. really have a problem with the story. I just want him to do other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's me just being selfish. Writing the wrongs of society. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, whatever, man. I, I you know, the, everything's corrupt and I just want a fake comic book here to fix it for me because I, I don't do it. I- Oh, no. Law school's hard, man. Yeah. Law school seems really hard, and I don't want to take the LSATs, and I want Miles to instead. You got me there. I worked with a guy at Eddie Bauer who took it seven times. Jesus. uh, You got to stop. This isn't for you. Let's (laughs) get you somewhere else. (laughs) Let's find another niche. All right, buddy. I'm going to turn it over to you. What are you going to write the wrongs for with Nightwing? I'm going to bring up three minutes on the clock whenever you're ready. Well... As you said, um, there's a really, really long history for Dick Grayson. He's been around for a really long time, which means that inevitably some storylines are going to suck. And there was one storyline that I knew that I absolutely had to do for this one, which is why I picked this segment and was thrilled about it. Um, Rick Grayson. (laughs) You might be asking yourself, Caitlin, did you just say Dick Grayson? No, I said Rick Grayson. This is, of course, the storyline where I think Batman's back is broken at this point. Uh, Dick is shot by a character named the KG Beast, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a Soviet monster. That's very cool. So stupid. Already, Dick gets amnesia and for whatever reason picks the name Rick Grayson. And then he spends two years in our time, in real time, two years worth of comics just floating around. He's driving a cab. He's living in a shelter. Uh, and it, uh, it was uh, boring and stupid and an insane use of the character. They didn't use it to, like, make any social commentary. They were just like, and let's check back in with Dick. Yep, he's still fucked up. Um, also with this storyline, sorry to get into the weeds inside baseball. So this was spearheaded by Dan DiDio, who was, like, a high-level editor at DC at the time. And he's one of those people that comics fans really love to hate. He's like a Zack Snyder type where he's like, it's actually really stupid and for babies that comics characters are good guys and wear their underwear outside of their uniforms so what if we made them do fucked up stuff so this is vintage to Dio um I think also at one point I was reading there were two writers on this Scott Lobdell and Eric Esquivel who are both credibly 
accused of sexual assault. So everything about this storyline is a cluster F and a nightmare. Ruining a great character written by the worst guys in comics. Um, so here's my pitch to fix this. It wasn't Dick at all. Who it actually was was Tad Ryerstad, a.k.a. Nightwing, spelled N-I-T-E, who is like a weirdo in Bloodhaven who's obsessed with Dick Grayson. He, like, Dick Grayson, real Dick Grayson gets shot in the head. He spends two years in a coma. Tad Ryerstad is impersonating him as Rick Grayson. He's had plastic surgery to look more like him. And he's floating around, and all of Dick's friends are like, oh my gosh, Dick, he's all messed up in the head. But actually, it was Tad. And then finally, Dick Grayson returns from his coma and is like bro stop jocking my entire life and single white femaling me you freak uh and then tad goes back to his life and dick returns that's my pitch buddy that was so much better than mine <laughs> i'm hoping that if somebody is listening to this i want people to vote for me just because what i said is so insane that was really well say, done. The second you were like, I'm going to write the wrongs of injustice in the world, I was like, oh, no, I look like the worst kind of comics nerd. No, man. No. Yours was beautiful. I made him a judge. I love it. I love your headcanon. I think it's gorgeous. Um, And look, we're not here to judge each other. That's the job of the listeners yeah. and or our producers. Rick Grayson. Um, Rick Grayson. Why did they do it? They were just out of ideas. It feels like such a classic we're out of ideas thing. Uh, amnesia? We need more bros in comics, I think, is what... We've got to yeah. get more bros. I'm begging. Like, tons of chicks, and they drive cool cars. <laughs> oh, and, they're, and their uniforms don't cover the boobies. That's what's cool. That's what people want. They want to see the boobies. Oh, my God. That, have you seen that Patrick Stewart uh, extras thing? No. Oh, yes, uh, yes. And I see everything. And your clothes fall off instantly. And I've seen everything. <laughs> so good. It's very funny. Uh, all right, um, buddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw I'm gonna challenge you with a game here. We're gonna do something called genre swap. I'd like ooh, you to take a genre swap. Yes, indeed. I'd like you to take young Master Grayson and uh, throw him in a different genre. Let's say what would what would I like to see here? You know what? I just because I think you're gonna kill it. I want give me a rom com with Dick Grace in it. Oh my god, <laughs> this is a really good idea. Okay, um, can I get two minutes? Oh on yes, the clock? I'm sorry. Yes, absolutely. Here you go. Fine, ready? Fine. Whenever you're ready. Oh boy. All right. Uh, of course. Dick is fighting it out in an alley one day when he is interrupted by um uh. Wee -oo, wee -oo. Oh no, a cop car is coming. They're going to bust him. Wait a minute. It's the fire department. That's right. A fire truck pulls up and out of the front seat hops the most gorgeous, ripped to hell woman Dick has ever seen in his life. Um, she is there to provide CPR for the criminal that Dick was fighting. Um, she's like, who the hell are you? He's like, who the hell are you? Sparks are flying and not just because um, also something is on fire. Um so they, of course, oh, initially they don't like each other. She's like, you're on the wrong side of the justice system. He's like, all you do is clean up the messes left by bad guys. They keep running into each other at crimes, but soon enough they realize that they have so much in common. They actually both really do just want to do the right thing for Gotham. Uh, and 
uh, as time goes by, they realize that they're falling for each other. But oh no, there's a complication because that is what has to happen in rom-coms. It turns out that she is this uh, long-lost twin sister of Barbara Gordon. And so she hates all superheroes because of what happened to Barbara on, uh, in, in terms of getting you know paralyzed and stuff. Uh, so um, then they're like, I can never be with you. But in the end, their love is just too strong. And then she takes Dick on a ride in the fire truck uh, and fulfilling all his boyhood dreams. And now they're in love. Whew. That's great. <sighs> that was a tough one. She's a sexy lady firefighter? Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. She takes off the helmet and all her hair just like whoosh, falls down. At last, my love. I'm alone. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. You get it. So that's my pitch. Um, all right. Turnabout is fair play, my dear boy. I am going to challenge you to give me a Miles Morales story in a cyberpunk Whoa. dystopia. All right. Go. The machines have taken over New York. Everything is run on steam power now. Humans are just, we're batteries. We're just workforce for the robots. Miles hasn't used his powers in years because if any superhumans are discovered, they're instantly squashed out by these steampunk robots. So he's kept it under wraps until one day he sees his mom. She's very frail at the end and she can't get the, she can't get the care that she needs because the robots have taken away all the medicine. So he decides I'm going to come back. I'm going to be Spider-Man. I'm going to bring down the whole system. He dusts off his old trunk. He pulls out a Spider-Man costume and he puts it on. And as soon as he hits the rooftops, robots are on him. They know. You know, you these robots are really advanced. So he's oh, swinging yeah. through the rooftops. He's fighting all these robots off, and he makes his way to the to the the new World Trade Center, which has been taken over oh. by the robots. It's a whole oh. robot thing. There's robots everywhere, and he goes in, and he kicks robot ass until he gets to the very top. And he looks at the robot leader, and he says, "I want our medicine." And the robot leader says, "No, until you fight me." And then he takes off his mask, and he shows him, "I'm Miles Morales," and they fight. To the death, they both die. But in that Whoa. death, the robot falls, his hand falls limp, pushing a button that releases all the medicine back to people in New York City. And the whole town has been saved. His mother, is, his, she makes it out. Everybody worships Miles Morales. They build a statue of him on top of the World Trade Center, which has now been free of robots. It's the Miles Morales building. And New York has seen a brighter day. Wow. That story had everything. Yeah, he died. Robots did <laughs> the death of the main character. Yeah, I, I killed him. I made him a judge and then I killed him. <laughs> Sounds about right. I don't know what you this know, kid really did to me. Never... I don't know why I'm being so mean to this guy. I, well, yeah, you're making him be in politics. That story sounds cool as hell and I would absolutely watch it. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, really fun. Well, we've had a spectacular battle of the boys, Adam. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you'd agree. I do. But- in the end, we must draw close and wrap it up with our closing arguments. So we're each going to get one minute on the clock, one sweet last minute to say why we think our child superhero is the greatest of them all. So please, Adam, won't you tell me why you think Miles Morales is the superior character? All right. I mean, we can just start with this, that he's just cool. You know, he's got great shoes, the spider costume, Spider-Man costume looks great. He's funny, he's smooth, like he's just, he's a cool kid, you know, so he's somebody that you want to be like, right? So that's just fun to watch. But I think also, this is going to be super corny, but 
They say Spider-Man can be anybody under the mask, and I think he's that kid. That's cool to see yourself up there. It's an important character to have, and the more little nerds you can create, the better. So, uh, yeah, that's why I think he's the best. I think that that's so beautiful, and the more little nerds we can create, the better. Yeah. I love it. You don't have to be like superhero nerds. You can be any kind of nerd you want. Be a nerd about rocks. Yeah, be a nerd about horses. They need help. God knows. <laughs> Won't someone think of the horses? Please. All right, buddy. Well, I'm going to throw some time on the clock to you, 60 seconds, to tell us why your pop culture icon is the best. Miles Morales is, there's no denying, a child with an incredible moral center and a young man we can all aspire to be. But Robin was a little boy who shot adults, and that is crazy. Spider-Man could be anyone, sure, but do you know who can only be Nightwing? Dick Grayson, because he has the exact right amount of trauma and a foster father who did not help him address it and just told him to train harder and a background in acrobatics. Nightwing is just gosh darn cool. He's got his great little tricks and toys. He's got his little bat family. And lest we forget, he made his own batarangs but refuses to call them batarangs. So if I have to choose between the two, it's dick for me. Uh, and I hope it will be dick for the listeners as well. It'll be dick for all of us. <laughs> dick all the way down. This has been an epic battle of the boy wonders. Uh, yeah, it has. And I really enjoyed the heck out of it. Uh, if you listening at home have enjoyed the heck out of it like we did, and you would like to weigh in on who you think won this week's battle, or, you know, throw out some pop culture icons you think we should take on next, you can email us at officialversuspodcast at gmail.com or tweet at Wood Elf Media on socials and use the hashtag VSPodcast. Adam, this has been a joy as always. The best. You're really making me want to watch a Raimi movie, so mission accomplished there. I want to look at Nightwing's butt now. Oh boy, you won't be sorry you did. Until next week, I'm Caitlin Hempstead. I'm Adam Peacock. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Versus is a Wood Elf original series, executive produced by Rob Herding, David Henning, Ryan Middledorf, Caitlin Hempstead, and Adam Peacock. Produced by Tom Breck. Original music by Darren Johnson. Edited by George Primavera. Are you a Marvel fan? Matt, you know I am. Jeff, I was asking the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it seemed like a weird question because, you know, we've been doing a Marvel podcast together for nine years now. No, no, I was trying to grab the attention of all the Marvel fans out there for this ad. Oh. I thought it was weird, too. You should definitely warn us. Good note, Ashley. Well, if you like Marvel movies and TV as much as we do, join us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. He did it again. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts.